Welcome to our weekly three-minute therapy broadcast, and we discuss issues related to rational emotive behavior therapy, which is REBT, a revolutionary approach to therapy that Albert Ellis formulated in the 1950s and has since written over 80 books about. I'm Dr. Michael Edelstein, a clinical psychologist and author of Three Minute Therapy, and I'm here with my broadcast partner, Mick Berry, an REBT expert, and behind the curtain, Chris Rossini, our tech engineer. REBT comes from the principle that our emotions come from our thinking about situations, <clears throat> excuse me, not about situations themselves. And that's a basic principle that we'll probably be getting back to during this discussion. And uh, when people get themselves disturbed, which is anxious, depressed, angry, or guilty, it comes from a particular type of thinking, and that's thinking in terms of demands, demands on oneself, I must do well and get approval or else I'm no good, demands on others, others must treat me well or else they're no good, or the conditions of one's life. My life must be fair, easy, and hassle-free or else my life is horrible. <clears throat> so in order to get over emotional problems, identify your must or should, and then question, challenge, and contradict it. Today, we're going to be discussing the blocks to ending a uh, relationship and how REBT would approach this. So Mick, do you want to start? Uh, <laughs> well, actually, no, because I'm okay, not sure then what I, to say. Yeah, then I'll start. So one of the blocks people have for ending a relationship is a fear of being alone. Uh, if you have a need for a relationship and you think it's a dire necessity to be in a relationship, then you're likely to uh, have a fear of being alone because then you won't have what you think you need in life. But the answer to that, uh, to overcoming that fear of being alone, is showing yourself that the worst that happens if you are alone is you feel uncomfortable, disappointed, frustrated. Uh, but those are common emotions that people have every day, and there's no reason to make yourself af afraid of it. So you're making yourself afraid of being alone. It's not being alone that causes your fear. So you can change that because it's a matter of changing your thinking. Right. And Michael, I wanted to say it would be preferable for many people to be in a relationship and unappealing to be alone. But just because it's unappealing, this is just reiterating what you're saying with different words. Just because it's unappealing doesn't mean it can't be done. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another block people have to ending a relationship is that they are afraid that the person that they're ending the relationship with will feel hurt. And um, as 
I said earlier, if the other person, if your partner feels hurt, it's because he or she is hurting themselves. And you could actually help them not to hurt themselves by getting over the demand that they have. And that is, I must not be rejected. It's awful to be rejected. I can't stand it. This proves I'm a horrible person. So um, you can overcome that in that way and realize that that's a risk. Your partner or now former partner may feel hurt, but uh, there's no perfect way to end a relationship so everyone is happy. There are better ways to end the relationship, and some of those include being still kind and considerate and respectful while you're doing it, rather than fuming and fighting and yelling. Yep. Okay, very good. And uh, another block people often have is the fear of the unknown. When you end a relationship, you don't have a guarantee that you're going to have another relationship or have another relationship soon. Um, there are probabilities that you could, if you uh, are assertive and meet people and go after what you want, but there is the possibility that it might go, your being alone might go on for quite some time, but it's really not unknown. Uh, you know, either you'll find someone or you won't find someone. And in either case, it's unpleasant, unfortunate, but hardly the end of the world. Yeah. And also, if you're in a relationship that you are not enjoying being in, then being alone is preferable to being in a relationship you are not enjoying, of course. Yeah, right. Another block uh, for people to ending a relationship, especially if they have been married uh, or are married, is the financial entanglements. They might have shared assets, leases, debts, etc., that can require untangling if you split, which is a complicated process. But again, if you make that into a demand, a must, it must be easy to end the relationship. I must not have other obligations to my partner if I end the relationship. This would be horrible. I couldn't stand it. Then that'll tend to block you to end the relationship. But it just means facing the discomfort uh, for the moment or for the short term in order to have more comfort in the long run. Because as you said, Mick, if you're better off, if you feel better without the relationship than with it, then in the long run, you'll be out of the relationship and uh, you'll be better off. Yeah. And also <laughs> what you were saying when you end a relationship, you're giving yourself unknown possibilities of who you might meet to get into a relationship. So there is one aspect of ending a relationship we haven't touched on yet, and REBT would certainly advocate thinking about this. There's an excitement to it, and there is uh, a happiness about and a hope about the possibilities of what may happen. So there are even happy aspects of ending a relationship. Yeah, yeah, that's an excellent point. And that is, 
you can have excitement about thinking about who you'll uh, meet next and the wonderful qualities of your next partner. <clears throat> because if uh, your next partner didn't have wonderful qualities, then you wouldn't make them your next partner. So uh, that's important to keep in mind. Yeah, and I've also told myself, even if I don't meet somebody or if it takes a while, it can be fun to see that there are other people that I can get excited about. And even if they're not interested in me, it's heartening and fun to see, wow, there are other women that I can get excited about. They might not want me, but there are other women in the world. There are now 7 billion people on the planet, and Lord knows how many within an age range of coupling up with an individual, but it's a large number. It is a very large number, whatever it may be. Another block is some, I've had some clients who told themselves, I'll never love another. This is my one and only. And the truth is that if there's no reason you couldn't love another, especially if you've loved one, you're capable of love. So obviously you could love another. It just means going out and finding that person, which would take a lot of assertiveness and a lot of work. And the more people you meet and the more people you ask out, the, the better chance you have of finding someone and finding love again. So assuming that you never will, is uh, not based in, in the evidence, and you can't predict the future, so you never know. Right. I, yeah, Amit, did you have a more that you'd like to add? I'm pretty much uh, included everything I wanted to say yeah. about this. Yeah, I wanted to say, when somebody is getting rejected, they often feel bad, but I've observed if somebody is loving someone else and they get rejected by this person that they love, one thing that people I'm, I find almost always overlook that the act of loving is a wonderful quality. And that even though somebody is getting rejected, if they are capable of loving the other person, that's something very wonderful about themselves so that they often overlook it. And this is a fabulous characteristic to have the capacity to love so it has nothing to do with our self-worth but it does have to do with our capability if you're capable of loving somebody and they reject you there is a lot to be said about your ability to love someone else and that's a wonderful quality to have and i see people almost all the time overlook that when you're loving someone and getting rejected this is a wonderful characteristic that you have, and it's good to recognize it. Yeah, and not only is it a wonderful characteristic, but it's a wonderful feeling to love someone, even if they don't love you. So uh, unrequited love has certain advantages that you're loving someone, it's a wonderful feeling, and you're capable of loving someone. And, and I'll also say, in polls taken, the most popular couple in Hollywood in a Hollywood movie ever is Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman in Casablanca, and they don't end up together. And they're the most popular couple of any movie that's been, ever been filmed. That's right. Yeah, that is another demand people 
might have, and that is, I must have a guarantee uh, things will work out with this person. And because they're not working out, rather than getting the message and ending it, trying to change the other person to make it work out, which often is a failed uh, venture. Yeah, and I wanted to say just lastly, ending a relationship can be a very exciting thing in terms of raising our frustration tolerance because I know I have generally found it very difficult. But when we look upon situations that we find difficult as a chance to raise our frustration tolerance and to raise our commitment to accept life and accept others and accept ourselves, then breaking up with somebody is a fantastic opportunity to practice that. Excellent. Good point. Okay, thank you, Mick Berry, my podcast partner, for joining me on this. I'm Dr. Michael Edelstein, clinical psychologist, author of Three Minute Therapy, which you can find at threeminutetherapy.com. And if you have uh, questions, you can find my phone number and email address on my website. And uh, also you can uh, contact Mick Berry if you have questions. And uh, thank you, Chris Rossini, our tech engineer. Thanks, Chris. And uh, if you like to add to what we said, comment below. Give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed this or got something useful out of it. Suggest subjects for future podcasts. And if you'd like to volunteer, if you'd like to discuss a subject, or you'd like help with a problem, or you're a therapist and you'd like some suggestions on how to work with a client using rational emotive behavior therapy, let us know in the comments below. And subscribe to the Three Minute Therapy podcast to stay on the rational side of life.